0: This is The Curious Gamer, a show about the culture, design, and joy of games. I'm Devin Pulaski. I'm going to try something new today. My goal with this show has always been to be a guide that helps introduce people to video games. This is a daunting world for the uninitiated. In my usual 30 to 60 minute shows, attempt to dive deep into the positive qualities and the behind the scenes nuances of the medium. But I also want to provide examples of games that are diverse, easy to jump into, and can appeal to people of all backgrounds. So today, I'm going to focus on a single game that I think lots of people would love playing. I'm going to start doing this more often and focus on games that are free or inexpensive and fast to get into, no matter your experience playing games. I'm calling this kind of episode, What to Play, and for the inaugural episode of What to Play, I'm going to put the spotlight on a game called Mini Motorways. Mini Motorways is one of those games that instantly makes you feel clever, maybe even intellectual. It takes a big, complicated real-world challenge, in this case, planning roads in a city, and somehow turns that challenge into something instantly graspable. I love games like this because you walk away from them with a new lens to view the world and take deeper notice and appreciation of something you take for granted, but that's been right in front of you your whole life. So how does this game do that? Well, Mini Motorways is simply a game about building roads between buildings, which slowly creates an entire little city. The art style of the game feels sleek and modern, and a little like a playable version of a New York City subway map. It wouldn't be unthinkable to print a screenshot of the game and have it framed on your wall as a stylish accent to a room. Equally as stylish is the music and sound design. The game has a dynamic soundtrack, which means it plays and evolves over time depending on what you do as a player. The music doles out chill synthesizer pads with little beeps chirps and dings happening in time with the music as you grow your city. The aesthetic of many motorways is infectious, casting an immediate grip as you start the game. You begin with one house and one building, each a single color, let's say red. The cars in the red house want to get to the red building. When you tap the screen, a grid pops up and you drag along the screen to create a road with the goal of creating routes that are as direct and efficient as possible. Once a little time passes, another house pops up or another building or both. So you build more roads to make sure they're all connected. But then more time passes and suddenly a completely different colored house and building appear. Let's say these are blue. Same as with the red buildings, you now need to build roads to connect the blue buildings since blue cars only want to drive to blue buildings. And you only have so many road pieces to build with, so you might need to create a route where the red cars have to share the road with blue cars. This is all very simple, even relaxing, at least in the first few minutes. But as time goes on and more houses and buildings appear and new colors get added, you need to become increasingly strategic while laying your roads. If cars can't get to any individual building fast enough, a timer will start. And if any one timer runs out, it's game over. Some of you might be sold in this game based on the premise alone. The idea of a sleek and stylish game where you manage roads and strategically plan city transit might speak to those of you who are nerds of urban planning or public policy. But I can imagine a lot of people might not find a game like this very appealing at first. But if this is you, perhaps consider it from this point of view. See, one of the most satisfying qualities of video games over other media like movies or music is that games can make us feel incredibly clever. There are moments like this in virtually every game. Solving a puzzle in The Legend of Zelda. Defeating an incredibly tough boss in Dark Souls. Getting a Tetris in Tetris. It's an addicting satisfaction of overcoming diverse and increasingly difficult challenges. But the problem with most games is that the accomplishments, skills, and experience you develop in that game can often feel locked to the game itself. I may have memorized the strengths and weaknesses of every type of Pokemon, but where does that knowledge get me in real life, other than being mocked for being a grown man who is still obsessed with Pokemon? On top of that, getting to that level in most games often takes a considerable investment of time not to mention a fairly high level of gaming literacy to even start picking up the game. But many motorways, on the other hand, can instantly make you feel smart and sophisticated, like it's an educational game disguised as a stylish art piece. In a literal sense, playing the game helps me to think about how real-life roads and transit works, and to consider the kinds of problems city planners might face. But even though this game has been praised by actual urban developers, it's not meant to be a direct simulation. After all, at any time you're playing mini motorways, you can pause the action and instantly delete any of your roads, and then redraw them to try and create better routes. I'm pretty sure that's not how actual road construction works. But what the game lacks in realistic training, it makes up for as a new way of looking at the world. The thrill of planning roadways leaves a lasting impression on your mind and you can't help but appreciate how hard this must be to do in real life. The next time you're stuck in a traffic jam, you might find yourself contemplating ways to improve it or how the roads could be adjusted to allow a better flow of traffic. But the beauty of the game being so minimal is that the act of solving problems can extend beyond ideas of transit. You can start to see connecting roads as a metaphor to solving problems in everyday life, like managing your time and schedule, and how certain things can be at odds with others, and how you can retune everything to make your time and your life run more smoothly. The company that made Mini Motorways made another game before it called Mini Metro. It's got an extremely similar style and gameplay to Mini Motorways, except instead of building roads for cars, you're building, you guessed it, a subway system. There's different lessons and nuances between the two games, but the general gameplay, philosophy, and stylishness is the same. So if you're even a tiny bit curious about these titles, you can play Mini Motorways for free on an iPhone, iPad, or Mac, if you're an Apple Arcade subscriber. And if you're not subscribed, you can get a one-month free trial, which gives you access to over a hundred other games. You can even get an extra three months free if you recently bought an Apple device. The game will also be playable on PC and Mac in early 2021 through Steam, and will likely come to Android and other platforms in the near future. If you want to try Mini Metro instead, you have way more options. You can play it on Windows, Mac, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Android devices, iPhone, iPad, and more. Maybe this game will hook you for dozens of hours, but even if it doesn't, I'm willing to bet anyone will walk away from a few minutes of mini motorways feeling intrigued, inventive, and inspired, and forever changing the way we look at the roads we travel. And that's it for today. This was fun doing something short and sweet, like... Trying to create my usual half-hour to hour-long episodes while managing a full-time job and taking care of a toddler during a pandemic can be quite overwhelming. It honestly feels like a small miracle whenever I finish an episode of the show sometimes. I know my audience is still growing, but I appreciate everyone who's stuck with me so far. The Curious Gamer is written, produced, and voiced by me, Devin Pulaski. I also compose the original music for my show. The music of Mini Motorways and Mini Metro are composed by one of my favorite artists named Disasterpiece, a.k.a. Richard Vreeland. Please hit the subscribe button for my show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can watch and listen to my show on YouTube and Instagram. So it really helps out the show if you could leave a five-star review or share the show with a friend who you think might be interested. You can do this and learn more about the show at The thecuriousgamer.com. Org. And if you're looking for a game to play right now, you can write to me using the built-in message form on the website. Thank you for listening. And remember this, no matter what you're doing, whether you're feeling up or down, you're never too old to enjoy your life and play.